0: action pack awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now
1: hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh, this is steve and i just wanted to let you know For all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at eilf movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically Google us. You'll find us and, uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right. On with the show. Everything I learned from movies. Helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot, holds a gratuitous boobies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven
0: It all started on a Tuesday in March if george hadn't introduced me to alice let's not do anything cheap and meaningless okay what do i owe you she hadn't been so spectacular maybe i wouldn't have gotten so loaded that night 10 minutes be as good as new and none of this would have happened something's happened at the magnoscopics facility in Santa amiro next thing i knew i went from high profile to no profile what have they done to me Wait a minute, who are you guys? Keep your mouths shut, all of you. You're in a state of molecular flux. If you want to live, you're going to have to trust us. Where have you been? Everybody's looking for you. I'm here. Sort of. I want my molecules back! Now there's a price in my head. The single most exotic intelligence asset on the planet is ours. I don't sleep well. I can see through my eyelids, I can see through the top of my head. But I'll never sell out. Think of the adventure we could have together off. Yeah, we can go to Frontierland. <laughs> don't be afraid. It's me, Nick. You wanna sit down? If not for Alice. <gasps> We're the only people that can give you your life back. I'd be lost forever. You have a face again. You don't have any body makeup, do you? Dropped about 10 pounds. that I'd look great naked. <laughs> Alice! Go away! She saw me through it all. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> Chevy chase morning Warren. daryl hannah wait how am i gonna tell my mom about this just tell her you met a guy could be serious he's transparent memoirs of an invisible man a john carpenter film
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i'm steve and
2: i'm izzy and this
1: is and everything izzy i learned from, from movies. movies and tonight
2: oh tonight
1: uh, we are talking 1992's Memoirs of an Invisible Man.
2: <laughs>
1: but first,
2: well, Steve, are you parched?
1: I am. I need to start off Invisa November the right way.
2: Invisa November. Well, since we're invisible, let's hang out on the back porch huh? <laughs> with Roja Brewing Company. Back porch pale ale. Sounds good. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Smooth yeah. transition. Smooth, <laughs> <laughs> Smooth as the CEO of Segway, right off a cliff.
2: <laughs> oh God, life is ironic sometimes. I love it. <laughs> it really is. And here goes my top. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, my. my top! My must be ah, oh, visible. Shit, where are your titties at? And
0: Ooh, the board that
2: foamed up a little bit on me there. Sorry, oh, we were talking about my titties and. <clears throat> this thing uh, got all foamy Ooh, yeah. so yeah so uh it's got a little bit of a hop haze on it yeah it's a nice golden beer it's got an off-white creamy head lots of tiny bubbles
1: mm, tiny bubbles makes me happy what's
2: that can say steve
1: Ooh, here we are back porch pale ale Hop forward, golden-colored ale with just a glint of amber. It is a precise balance of malt and bitter, the hallmark of a great pale ale. It's a daily drinker, your go-to beer for every occasion. Brewer's Secret, a trio of hops for a perfectly balanced pale ale. Okay. Pairs with rocking chairs, summer nights, and river trips. (laughs) Roja Brewing.
2: Roja, why are you trying to make me not drink your beer? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's nice. nice yeah. golden little hot forward.
2: Excuse me. <coughs>
1: Aggressively tries to choke out my wife,
2: apparently. I didn't even have a drink. That was just apparently my throat closing up. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Oh, delicious.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Memoirs of an Invisible Man. You <laughs> hadn't seen this before, had you?
2: I hadn't seen this, which is weird. I love John Carpenter, and yeah. I realize... I think I've I had only seen like three of his movies when we got together.
1: <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, at least it was three good ones, right? <laughs> of course, um, the best. Yeah, yeah. I had seen this back when, like when it first came out on VHS. Like I remember watching it and yeah, remembering a couple things, mostly just like the, the the special effects and you know, in a time where Sam Neill the next year was going to be in Jurassic Park, it, it was quickly yeah. forgotten. But... But oh, yeah.
2: Sam Neill. Is Sam Neill awesome in everything?
1: Pretty much, yeah. We were trying to think of like, oh yeah, you know, Sam Neill hasn't been in any bad movies. Like, well, he's been in like a couple we've reviewed, like Event Horizon and Into the Mouth of Madness, and,
2: and he's amazing in both of them. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, I he, love those movies. He he never seems to half-ass it, <laughs> but he's not alone in this movie. <laughs> As Chevy Chase is your your lead actor.
2: Yeah, wait.
1: Yeah, hot off of, I don't know, eight years after Fletch. <laughs> uh, he
2: finally found somebody who's willing to work with him again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, but babe, okay, so yeah, director John Carpenter. Uh, kind of an odd screwball kind of, I don't know, comedy. It, like, the tone of this movie is kind of weird. Like, it's not super comedy. Oh, I yeah, mean, Chevy a Chase. Sci- I believe,
2: you know what it is? It's a John Carpenter film, so it's a genre bender. But it's yeah. honestly, it's a sci-fi romantic comedy. Yeah. That's what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But the guy who wrote this is William Goldman.
2: Who's he, Steve?
1: Well, he may sound familiar because he is a repeat offender on this podcast.
2: Oh, snap.
1: Uh, But he's the guy that did Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Papillon, Stepford Wives, All the President's Men, Princess Bride, Misery, (laughs) This, Chaplin, Maverick, Absolute Power, and one of your favorite movies of all time ghost in the darkness
2: oh
1: shit so, so yeah repeat offenders all around all right babe how's this movie You've... start well actually i guess i should ask where does this movie take place
2: san francisco
1: yeah completely forgot about that yeah <laughs> Yeah, I started off with, like, shots of the, like, the Bay Bridge and just the whole city. <laughs> and I believe your comment was, oh, this video was taken from the top of Salesforce Tower. It's like, <laughs> I don't think the it was around. The opening shot? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys may also know it as the Butt Plug Tower. It is a tower that looks like a butt plug in the middle of San Francisco.
1: Look it up. <laughs> it's also the one that's going to tip over and destroy the city in three years. Calling it yeah. now. <laughs> and then we see some incredible state-of-the-art surveillance equipment in 1992. Yeah. Uh, complete with uh, the fax machines with the little holes on the side of the paper. Yeah, the,
2: the feed paper. Oh.
1: <laughs> and then uh, we get uh, an interesting little situation where uh, we see an invisible being moving things about a room and then starts a camera and starts interviewing himself. Okay.
2: Oh Where's shit. Where's this going? <laughs> the gum chewing is weird. Yeah, the, the, I mean, uh, the chewing effect, the gum and like the effect blowing the bubble. Was good, but yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, it does that just to show that he's actually there, because otherwise you're just looking at a chair move a little bit as you hear a narrator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we flash back to the previous march.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Basically, we see we see Chevy Chase. His name's uh Nick Nick Holloway. Is that right?
2: Yeah, Holloway. Because I was Holloway. like Hollow
1: way ah uh, i get it he's the hollowman nick hollowman is walking around <laughs> yeah but uh, did you
2: not get that during the movie
1: i didn't really Oh. Uh,
0: no.
1: but yeah he uh, he walks yeah. by the old neighborhood where i used to go to work
0: <laughs> yeah over there by
1: uh, you know powell in sacramento i believe i do have saying. to say
2: this movie is pretty good to the uh the shots and all of that they stay in the neighborhoods yeah that is something that if you ever live in a in a city where they shoot shoot a movie or like you know they have scenes of a movie they're always jumping all the fuck around and it's like wait they turned a corner and went 10 miles across town yeah now they're
1: on <laughs> betrero hill get the fuck out of here looking at you vito a kill god
2: damn beautiful kill (laughs) i know
1: it's amazing right
2: (laughs) the best
1: uh but yeah so he goes to like this country club or it's just a club a gentleman's club not a stripper club but yeah he goes to the club
2: uh (laughs) yeah and it's it's like a smoking club it's it's still there it's men. it's a men's only private club
1: it's not men's only babe
2: i think it is still
1: oh oh, in real life maybe yeah in real real life yeah well in this one he's meeting up with his buddy michael mckeon um, oh yeah, he,
2: no, no, no! It is a men's club. They can bring a date, but the, they're not allowed. The dates aren't allowed to be members.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, well, all right. There you go. Uh, See, so it meets up Michael McKeon and his wife, um, and they brought along a family friend, Alice, played Alice. by Daryl Hannah. And uh, how how would you say their uh, their first impressions go, babe?
2: Oh, they're ready to bone each
1: other, right? I, yeah. I, 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 all right. They yeah they talk for like I don't know five seconds and then they start gazing into each other's eyes and then they're like straight making out in the ladies room and they're like yeah
2: oh they do more than make out apparently in that ladies room
1: <laughs> oh yeah well i don't want to do anything cheap and easy great how much do I oh, yeah. <laughs> right
2: <laughs> they immediately have each other sense of humor yeah she's been in venezuela for the last year or something yeah
1: something like that uh, but, yeah, she's going to be in town for a while, just, I don't know, sleeping on Michael McKeon's couch or something. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll go out Friday night. It'll be great. We'll have lunch. All right, cool. Um, and then Chevy Chase immediately goes to the bar, has a bunch of drinks. And the next morning he's got to go to some, I don't know, science conference because he's, a, what, an investor, uh, stock trader or something like that. But he's going yeah. to investigate this company uh meanwhile he likes just try and find a dark place to take a quick nap
2: because <laughs> he drunk
1: and he stumbles into a, a sauna in this
2: yeah so it, it science facility yeah they they've got a steam room for So he figures he'll sweat all this taxons out
1: well that's just it. he's like in a full fucking suit goes into the sauna lies down yeah. takes a nap i'm like oh that's Ugh, my my balls are swing just died. thinking about it that's yeah. how
2: you die sir
1: well he's on the way of this sauna he apparently talks to a, a scientist who knocks like <laughs> knocks his coffee onto a keyboard right? and apparently that starts the fireworks factory that is the research facility they were in <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they were working on some i don't know super magnets or something like that something (laughs) it's unclear
2: what they were working on
1: but uh stuff starts going off and like if they evacuate the building but nick's in the sauna where apparently the alarms don't sound he's just napping and you get little sparks and explosions and shit all over the place But then when it's all done, there's like half a building kind of awkwardly standing there and pieced together.
2: Yeah. Parts of it are invisible. Invisible.
1: I really like the effects of the building, though. Cause oh, it, yeah. For you sure. know they built that.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Even if it's a miniature, it's still fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, the, uh, the sets they built around him, like, yeah, when he wakes up and like, it's like, huh, how is that portion of the roof just floating in midair? Yeah
1: yeah, it must be some Swedish design or something. Um, but, yeah, basically parts of the building are invisible and Nick himself invisible. And you get a couple uh, special effects of him just, like, kind of walking around the room and, like, realizing he's invisible. And...
2: The the floating hat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then um, Sam Neill apparently
2: <laughs> sam neill's part of the government cleanup team
1: yeah he's like with the cia and he's like on trial and then someone like walks up and yep. whispers in his ear and like oh i guess you're needed in san francisco now was <laughs> like was he just gonna leave the courtroom and go do that all right that's cool bro but yeah so we get some effects uh sam Neil's kind of clean out the place some guys notice like a hat walking around like nick puts a hat on and is like walking around like Oh, good. You guys see it, too? I'm not crazy. That's great. (laughs) But, yeah, they go up there. and They basically, like, put him on a stretcher and take him out of there. And then it's like four or five of Sam Neill's team, and they're talking about, Oh, man, what do you think the scientists are going to do to this guy? Ah, they're probably going to probe him and chop him up. I don't know. Maybe eventually he'd be able to join the team and help us kill people because, you know, we're like a CIA hit squad or something. (laughs) And, of course, Nick wakes up. and He's like, Wait, what? They're going to do what to my butt? (laughs) Right. And like starts electrocution. Yeah, (laughs) so he starts like get the fuck out of there. And of course, Sam Neil's like, no, no, no. These guys know what they're talking about. Look, we're going to take care of you. We're going to try to make make it so you don't explode. You're you're molecularly unstable. All this bullshit. Uh, But yeah, long story short, like they try to grab him, he slips away because he's invisible. Nobody sees him. And oh yeah, and then like as he's leaving, like the the rest of the building like Mm -hmm. starts sparking and just explodes or disappears or whatever yeah it it fades to white so we assume it like completely disappeared
2: it disappears and i i think it was sort of that it like also sort of imploded on itself like it became molecularly unstable
1: yeah like poltergeist exactly (laughs) and then uh so yeah so we cut across town uh we i think nick's like doing some monologue like oh man i'm so hungry but i can't get anything to eat when you're invisible and blah 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 and like, oh, I need to get home. I need to, you know, get to a, a doctor or something and figure this out. Yeah. But you can't hail a taxi when you're invisible. So how does he solve that problem, babe?
2: Oh, he finds a drunk guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> drunk guy stumbling out. Can't even, I can't even form words. He's just like, what, fucking, blah, blah, oh. face. Oh. And uh, knocks him the fuck out, holds up his arm, goes Weekend of Bernie style with him. Yeah. Hails a taxi. And then like, oh yeah, like. Oh, that's right. Who Who's driving this cab, babe? Oh, God, who was driving this cab? It was Eddie from uh, Big turtle in right! China. Yeah,
2: Eddie! <laughs> I'm going to need cash up front.
1: Chevy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chase is like moving the guy's mouth, like, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah can you take me to Sacramento and Powell? But yeah, he goes to the apartment, uh starts, I don't know, eating a sandwich or something. But then he soon realizes. He can see the food passing through his stomach. and Yeah, that's
2: going to give him away. It's
1: somewhat unsettling, so he pukes that shit right up. Yep. <laughs> and then I think it's like like the next morning, Sam Neill basically finds out that he was, re- uh, you know, Nick Holloway was registered there at the conference, but he yep. wasn't among the people when they evacuated. So he's like, all right, this is our guy. Leaves him a voicemail. It's like, "Hey, Nick, I uh, just want to make sure everything's okay. Make sure you're not having any ill effects." Um, but he's
2: got that great Sam Neill voice. Yeah, yeah. It so sound like me. obviously distinctive.
1: Yeah, it's like I know that guy.
2: Who does that guy think he is?
1: Yeah. Oh, and by, I think he
2: even says like, "And what's with that accent?" What's
1: with that accent? <laughs> Who's he trying to fool? But yeah, but then within minutes of the voicemail being dropped, there's like a SWAT team surrounding the place and like ready to take him out. And yeah, they basically come in with like the the Ghostbuster spray guns. Yeah,
2: but yeah, they're, they're gonna-
1: spraying like red paint on spray everything. Paint
2: in his apartment.
1: I just have to write down first murder. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he basically uh, me get you know sneaks out around the the team, doesn't get caught. Um, but he gets to the front door, and you know Sam Neill, like his second command, uh, fuck, what's his name, Morrissey? Morrissey, they're they're standing was that, there.
2: Was that the guy we decided sort of looked like Gary Busey? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the <laughs> one. Discount Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, Sam Neill and Doctor Di- Grant and Discount <laughs> Gary Busey are waiting by the front door. So he's like, shit, I need to hide here somewhere. So he starts knocking on the door of a nearby apartment. And then the rapping grandma from uh, Wedding Singer pops up. And Hello? he basically just knocks her the fuck out. <laughs> oh no!
2: First, she sticks her hat and she goes, Hell, "What's going on out there?" And he acts like he's a police officer, like behind the door. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "It's all right, ma'am. It's okay to come out of your uh, your your apartment now." And she's like, "I knew that Nick was up to no good. He always was coming home late, and he's not married, nothing
1: And he just shoulder blasts through the yeah. door and knocks her on her ass. <laughs> oh,
2: I must have tripped. Oh, I must have tripped or something. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so they chase chase him through the apartment. Uh, I guess they, like, get outside. He jumps through the window or something, because it's, like, first floor. And, uh, you know, Sam Neill does, like, his whole speech where he's like, Oh, we're the only ones that can help you. Why won't you let us help you? You're all alone. We don't want you to get hurt, and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then, uh, basically, Chevy Chase just says, Fuck you, and he's gone. (laughs) That's pretty much it. Fuck you all. And then it's nighttime, like immediately. <laughs>
2: yeah, it is nighttime, and he's he goes to the pen. time jumps
1: around in this movie like a lot. Like I swear, it's like over the course of like
2: I would have thought it was three like,
1: weeks or something.
2: I, so I, originally, I thought it was like over the course of yeah, like a week or two. Um, but obviously, from the beginning of the movie, it's like oh, it's like months. It's months. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was always says like sorry, back in late March, but yeah, like the first mm-hmm. I don't know, like him getting a situated and all that. It seems like five or six days because it's yeah. just like all right next morning oh it's nighttime again oh and then it's the next yeah. morning it's nighttime again you know it doesn't do a lot in a day i mean just take bart man <laughs> 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 i'll take you most of the right?
2: way you just and you'll be able to just sneak on bart nobody yeah. can see you
1: yeah sneak on bart like everybody else does anyway <laughs> uh but the next day he's uh he bundles up so he looks like i don't know somebody just freezing their ass off in san francisco i guess yep um But he uh, he finds out where the uh, the professor from this speech or whatever lives, and he's just uh, walking in the park across the street from, I guess, his apartment or whatever. And like Samuel's team's all around there, too. But he walks up to the professor and he's basically like, hey, you need to reverse this shit. And I was like, ah, we're just fucking around with magnets, dude. I don't even know what's going on with I you. Want- we, I mean, if you want to come, we can like look into it. And they're like, no, no, you, you're not going to be fucking probing me and stuff. Like, what the fuck do you I, expect me to do, man? I'm
2: a doctor. I have to figure out what's wrong with you. I want my molecules back. I don't know where they are!
1: Like, technically you still have your molecules, I just can't see them, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, the security guys like notice that, you know, yeah, he's talking. Uh, they're talking to each other, and uh, the professor gets tranked in the neck, like... <laughs> and then yeah. we get the, the little chase scene where, you know, bundled-up Chevy Chase is running around, and he starts just stripping and running at the same time so we can, like, get away from the guys with the, the trank guns. <laughs> meanwhile uh Alice is across town waiting to have lunch with nick
2: yeah but of course
1: he doesn't show up and she like leaves a voicemail and stuff but...
2: hey i thought we were meeting but i guess we're not so yeah. goodbye forever until next time
1: <laughs> goodbye forever until next time you're on spontanean asian uh and then i've written down um apparently chevy chase just dreams about being fletch
2: yeah, apparently.
1: <laughs> like, there's a dream where he's like walking through the club and everybody's like, Oh, Nick, welcome back. Oh, Nick, we've missed you. Nick, come sit with us. Oh, Nick. Oh, Nick. And then he's like playing tennis and like, you know, being amazing. And I, I was waiting for the scene where he like is- has the giant afro and is like teaming up with Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Right. <laughs>
0: Fuck.
1: But then, uh, towards the end of his dream, he wanders into his palatial apartment. To see Daryl Hannah, a nice negligee, just waiting to be ravaged. Yeah. And Chevy Chase starts disrobing. Yeah. And takes off his robe. Wait a minute. Something's Something's missing. (laughs) (laughs) Something very important is missing.
2: The most important.
1: The crotch. And then he wakes up in a cold sweat. He wakes up in a cold sweat that you never see because he's invisible.
2: Steve, what would you do if you woke up and your dick was invisible?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would check to make sure I could still feel it. That's the important thing.
2: Well, yeah, I mean you can still feel it. Like you know it's there. It still like moves fabric. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that means if (laughs) you have the job done, I'll
2: say that means if you have a boner, you're better off just unzipping and letting it free because nobody can see it. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Like oh X Y Z. Like oh yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Nick uh, figure all right, I gotta find out what's going on. So he goes to the uh, I don't know CIA headquarters i guess Uh, basically sam neill's office and uh starts wandering around invisible of course and he wanders into sam neill's office and is just sitting there all damn day through i guess all the meetings and stuff
2: yeah he gets to listen to that uh sam neill apparently is still sort of on a thin ice about his apparently his last uh his last adventure yeah
1: apparently the last uh, thing they did in iran ended up with a lot of dead bodies they had to cover up or something (laughs) So, yeah, Sam Neal's on thin ice with his regional director, but, you know, he still has his job. But he also hears, like, you know, their plans for finding, you know, Nick and just kind of, like, you know, keeping an ear on things. But but it jumps, like, eight hours where it's, like, I assume it wasn't a meeting just sitting there in the corner just listening to Sam Neal write notes. I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, like, nighttime, and then uh, Nick's been sitting all day, so he's just, like, you know stretching out his ankle a little bit and it cracks and sam neil's like the fuck was that wait a minute that could only mean one thing to which i say good for you sir thinking the only thing any noise in this office could possibly be is an invisible man in the corner of your room i'm gonna i'm asked to have to try this tactic next time i hear a strange noise in the house just be like well nick i'm glad you could be here the whole time <laughs> what are you gonna do when you get an answer yeah yeah and then <laughs> it, like wait five mississippi and then <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm just going crazy. <laughs> if it's like, but then, but then he gets a response like, "I'm on to you." Uh, I forget Sam. Uh, What's Sam Neal's name? Oh, Jenkins. Eh, whatever. He's Sam Neal. I'm on to you, Sam Neal. I heard. I uh, heard you're in trouble with Regional Director Bullock or Skinner or whatever the fuck their name is. <laughs> yeah, I, let's go uh, Skinner. Yeah, whatever. Skinner. <laughs> 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 Mitch P- Yeah. <Pleggy>. Mm. Um, <laughs> And they're like, well, Nick, we're just trying to help. Why why, why are you being so resistant to this? You could be a great asset to our team and, you know, help us take out dictators all over the world and shit. And <laughs> what we could have used a guy like you in 1939. What, do you want me to kill Hitler? Like, well, not now because he's dead. But, you know, back <laughs> then, you could have helped out. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, eventually they get in a little fight and uh, Nick, like... <laughs> grabs his gun and like holds him at gunpoint and they like you are like hey back up or the guy gets it and they like get out of the the headquarters and runs off and then he decides basically the safest place for him to be is somewhere completely out of his his normal his normal yep, area he
2: can't keep sleeping at the uh the men's club
1: so where's he go babe
2: oh he goes to his friend's palatial beach state
1: yes palatial uh summer house of his buddy george played by michael mckeon but basically he's there, he like orders a bunch of groceries and stuff over the phone. You're like, Oh yeah, yeah. Just, well, what's that? Oh yeah. George has just put it on his card. You have on file. <laughs> uh, so the delivery kid comes in and like sets the groceries down. And le- there's like a note on the table. They're like, Oh, gone fishing. Uh, just leave, yeah. leave the stuff on, in the Char- kitchen. Charge, or whatever.
2: It to, <laughs> charge it to my account. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then delivery kids like snooping around, checking through yeah. shit, seeing if there's anything you can steal. And Nick's just right there, like right over his shoulder, like watching him do it. And then uh, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, asshole? And then, like, the guy just fucking runs <laughs> off. <laughs> and then we get a little montage of him like jogging on the beach, which is yeah. weird. And doing he's all co-
2: wearing his buddy's clothes, which is super weird. Just yeah. do it naked. Nobody can see you. Yeah.
1: Well, and also it's just like, okay, you don't see somebody where you see clothes jogging. But yeah, apparently he's trying to get caught. I don't know. But there's a voiceover saying his big plan is to become the invisible tycoon by trading stocks in other countries and getting money so then he can just disappear for real and never be found again. Oh, no, no. He wants to get enough money to where he's going to take Sam Neill down and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, get enough money until you take down the CIA. Good luck with that, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's uh, obviously that's worked for so many people.
1: Yeah. So many banks, too, like the SEC. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that works. Um, But, yeah, um, I don't know. He's been there, I don't know, a couple days, a couple months, who knows. And then George shows up with his family and Alice.
2: Yeah. What what is he doing here? He never comes here this time of year.
1: Yeah. But they just show up. Oh, yeah, they had, like, the conversation, like, oh, yeah, whatever happened to Nick Holloway? I don't know. He just up and, you know, called in sick for, like, a month, but... You know, the, the CIA guys have been nosing around. I think he got into some embezzling shit or something. And like, ugh. He probably just killed himself. He's the, probably the hanging government... by his fucking neck in his closet or something. Right.
2: <laughs> the, the government's been stupid around about him.
1: But then like, someone's like, no, 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 no. Nick's far too narcissistic to oh, kill well, himself. The, this
2: is after they've already, like, found the clothes in the pile and all of that. Then they and then they oh they yeah check that's and they're right like, that's why they start talking about yeah him. and uh and well because they're looking it they're like they ordered a bunch of high-end stuff and it's like and they charge it to my account and it's like caviar and it and was like the specific and then, vodka and then he was or like or oh it's your brother oh shit i bet it is my brother and then yeah he pulls out the specific body and he goes it's nick as i was like oh yeah i bet he's been hiding out here oh no i bet he's uh um he just walked out into the ocean. He's too narcissistic to just walk out into the ocean. Yeah, that's when they were like, I bet he's hanging in your closet. Shut up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's hanging in the basement. You've seen Pet Cemetery, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh basically as the night winds down, uh Nick ends up in uh Alice's room. Hey. This is where the invisible man stuff starts coming in.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, But eventually, uh, basically, uh, there's a a, uh, fourth wheel guy that came along who's, uh, I don't know, douchey McDoucherton? Like, he's the, Uh kind of the... uh, the preppy guy from the ski movie that grew up to be oh yeah is his
2: name chad because i feel like yeah it's like chad
1: Chad or chaz or something oh i think it's chaz
2: yeah yes and yeah he's He's like he's rich and
1: i was going to save this bottle of kanye for when i finished my first book like but you're not a writer but i was thinking about it mind if i come in
2: yeah it's basically written yeah
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. He starts with, like, the uh, the sad story about his wife leaving him. My
2: wife just left me three weeks ago, and my huge chin is not comforting me. Yeah,
1: right. I'm <laughs> not able to bask in its glow anymore. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that's great. You still need to go. He's like, I need you! And, like, jumps on yeah. her. Yeah. And then, of course, Nick, being invisible, like, grabs him by the shoulders and throws him across the room. <laughs> and then, And then she's like, I think you need to go. He's like yeah it's probably a good idea uh yeah. please don't tell anybody i cried <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: that's right and then alice like goes to bed and nick is just like standing over her staring while she's sleeping and i'm like that's not creepy at all i don't even know why you would say that Uh think he's like but then i had to get out of there because i was getting a raging boner and yeah. s- and so he goes walking on the beach mm-hmm. and what happens babe
2: what happens on the beach steve
1: Well, George and his wife are also out there wandering around, (laughs) and they just kind of plop right next to where Nick is hanging out being mopey, and basically go straight to Pound Town.
2: Ooh, yeah. Very
1: briefly, because George apparently ejaculates in his pants.
2: I gotta say, this might be one of the most realistic lovemaking scenes. (laughs) (laughs) And know this is not a reflection on Steve. Steve is excellent at satisfying me. But just the, like... Like, the way the way they both handle it, and he's just like, sorry, give me ten minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. She's yeah.
1: like, like they're, they're both, like, a little drunk, and she's like, well, <laughs> that was fun. Like, yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on, just give me, like, ten minutes. I'll, I'll be right back, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so then uh, Nick calls Alice. The uh, next uh, morning, he sees her right, walking
2: yeah. in her flowy dress. She's going up to the house, so he breaks into somebody else's house yeah he breaks
1: out a couple of houses down the, the the beach uh calls her up and basically like alice it's nick i i need you to come meet me um i'm i'm at the house have you seen like season five of the league you know the one where they get the beach house yeah it's that one
2: it's absolutely <laughs> it's another... the house from the
1: league <laughs> yeah it totally was fucking weird but uh yeah so basically she goes to to meet him and he uh He's all like wrapped up, so you know, it has like the shades on and like the, the gauze all over him. And and she's like, oh my god, were you like in a fire? Were you burned or something? Like, well, something like that. He starts de wrapping in front of her. Yeah. Basically, she just passes right the fuck out, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. She passes out on the floor there.
1: Yeah. Eventually, I guess she wakes up, and uh, Nick's like telling her her plant. Yeah, telling her his plan of, like, I'm going to become the Invisible Tycoon. I just need you to trade stocks in my name. And, you know, it'll be all be over the phone so we can totally do it. Or, you know, on the interwebs. However we're doing at 92. I think it's over the phone, though. (laughs) Right? A lot of of clicks and Morse code, I think. And so Alice... Basically, a couple days later, when Belts is going home to, you know, go go have jobs and shit. Apparently, she doesn't. Uh, she convinces George, like, hey, can I just stay at your palatial beach estate by myself for a while? Uh, sure, why not? Friend of the family. Right? Just charge it all to my account. Everybody else does, you know. Right? <laughs> and I forgot exactly what happens, but uh, there's, like, a voicemail or something, and Sam Neill get. oh, that's right. They, they're like tapping George's phone when he goes back to work and he says something like, oh yeah, can you imagine Imagine where Nick Holloway's been? He's been crashing to my fucking beach house and running up bills. What an asshole. And of course, surveillance is like, oh shit, this is the guy.
2: Right? <laughs>
1: but luckily, uh, Alice and Nick are staying at the beach house, you know, down the beach. And so yep. when they see like all the helicopters and oh, stuff flying in, they're like, oh shit, scram. And and this is where down like, wait, did they steal this car? Or was this Alice's car that was in the driveway? No, or, it was, the, it gr- was the garage? in the garage. garage? Yeah. I
2: think they stole whoever's car was at this beach house. And yeah, maybe the
1: keys were like on a hook or something. Yeah, I
2: well, know. I mean, it was just like their summer car or whatever.
1: Yeah. By the way, remind me to get security for this place just for whenever, I don't know, we're gone for a day or two.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're going to come back and we'll be like, who drank all of our shitty vodka? Because we don't drink it. We use it for sanitizing the beer equipment. I don't don't
1: remember having roommates again. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait,
2: Steve. Careful. Kick the floor around. There might be a dead, invisible man because he drank the cherry (laughs) Stoli. No, we gave that away when we moved. (laughs) That's right. Somebody let... Guys, guys. We're adults. We are in our 30s now. Some grown-ass adult left at a party... A full bottle of goddamn Cherry stole at our house. We don't know who, we don't know which one of you did it, but I know it was one of you listening. It's, it's the
1: gift that keeps on getting gifted.
2: <laughs> I'm sure it got left at somebody's house at some other party.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, so the, uh, they scram, uh, steal the car to get away, and they go to like the uh, Salinas train station. And they're like, oh, we're just going to take the train to San Diego, and then we can get to Mexico and do all the trading and stuff from there. Great. Great plan. We got this. But then uh the rain starts up as they're waiting the 8 or 9 hours until the train comes to pick them up or whatever.
2: Yeah, which I argue you can drive to Mexico in that time. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, easily.
2: So you have a car, so let's just do it.
1: Yeah, you have a, well, they have a car that they stole and so they're but going they But to... they could
2: go to they could go rent a car. She still has a credit card and all of that. But
1: they got her tap too, babe.
2: Then how did she pay for the plane for the train ticket?
1: Cash. Cash, cash money, cash, homie. Cash, cash, cash. Low jobs. Gross, gross, gross. You know? Yeah cash grass or ass (laughs) but yeah the rain starts and you know you can kind of see the outline of where nick is and stuff and so they go they're running off and hiding and and apparently they just bang right there at the bus station or did they get a motel for the night because there's a scene where it's like in the rain they're like making out a little bit and then smash got to both of them in bed and it's like where's this bed
2: yeah apparently they rented a hotel
1: must, must be a nice motel nearby a nice uh, a nice la quinta or something yeah next morning they get on the train uh, feds are hot on the tail though and they're like checking out yeah i forget exactly how they figured out they're on the train but it was just like oh yeah they figured it out they're on there they snag alice um she's able to like let out a Nick run and it's like nick that's up oh shit but he get ends up getting trained <gasps> um, but, but yeah. still like runs off or whatever uh babe what happens uh to whatever got in his blood system it oh, doesn't well, even no. slow down
2: well at first but then he makes it to the uh he's running between the oh no he wait that's right. The drink that's right out of his uh, thigh he gets to the one that's locked he pulls open the side doors the train's going by he looks at the guys and he passes the fuck out passes
1: out right off a bridge into the water yeah. dead on arrival roll credits
2: no nope, survives
1: ch- this oh oh he
2: sorry. survives this he wakes up near a drainage ditch
1: yeah yeah he starts like narrating like ah, oh, the water was icy cold and the rocks were nice and jagged must,
2: must have must have driven me downstream i woke up near a drainage canal and i knew i must be in san bruno i don't know yeah
1: <laughs> well, really in san la quinta <laughs> But and then we're basically back to the beginning of the movie where he's doing the the recording the interview with himself to like tell his story. And then uh basically it's like, Well, I'm gonna send this to the news and then the jig will be up and blah 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 but they have Alice now, so I gotta get her back. Yeah. I love you, Alice. If if I don't make it through this, I just want you to know that, blah blah blah. And so then Nick calls uh uh Sam Neill, and mm-hmm. he's basically like Hey, I'm standing outside. If you let Alice go, you can have me, and that'll be that. Yeah. That'll well, be yeah,
2: because, yeah, that's what the, the video was all about, and, yeah.
1: Yeah, Oh, that's right, That's right. you sent it to Sam Neill Yeah, to, like, tell him, like, hey, this is, uh, yeah.
2: That's what the video was about, so apparently now we're three months in.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, uh, so basically Sam Neill's like, yeah, yeah, cool, that'd be great. Uh, let me just get Alice ready for you. And, you know, tells, like, the SWAT team, all right, I want you posted here, 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 and here. We're gonna take this son of a bitch out. And then, uh, you see Nick across the street. He's of course all bundled up so you can see him. He got the shades and the hat and all that stuff on. And then uh Sam Neil's like, Alright, I tell you, once she's once she's out of here I'll, I'll surrender. And they're like, alright, uh hail a taxi or something. The guys like, hey hey, taxi, taxi, taxi yeah. Alice gets in there, taxi drives off and then Nick makes a run for it. Gah, 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 gah. Swat team like instantly like pounces on his ass, within a yeah. block they like have him tackled, and then uh Sam Neil walks up and he's like <laughs> oh nick you thought you could get away so easily <laughs>
2: and they start un- unwrapping his head
1: and it's michael mckeon oh! who was then shot in the head and killed i assume
2: i'm guessing it's right? like you yeah my, it works? my brother's cousin whatever said i needed to do a do a favor for nick and yeah i don't know why i'm here Actually, yeah well, why
1: do you guys have guns i'm immediately regretting this decision yeah <laughs> But then we cut back to the taxi where Alice is being driven by Chevy Chase and blackface. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you thought you wouldn't be getting blackface in this movie. You were wrong. Is
2: it blackface or is it yes. sort of brownish?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's Chevy Chase as a East Indian gentleman? East Indian cab driver. I mean, the shade is a walnut shoe polish, perhaps. <laughs> 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 Well, with, with full garb and everything as well. Um, I think even the, like the Mr. T starter kit or something. Oh, yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah.
2: had the, yeah, he, he went full stereotype on it.
1: Yeah. But then, uh, Sam Neil, of course, you know, within 30 seconds is like the fucking taxi quick, get him! And they, there's guys in trucks chasing him down the Embarcadero and like trying to run him off the road. Uh, they you get in the big crash. Uh, you got John Carpenter flying a fucking helicopter saying, like, Oh, I got eyes on him.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, and then, yeah, after they get in the car crash, uh, Chibi Chase just makes a run for it. He's got, like, the face makeup on, so you just see, like, this floating head, like, running in a crowd.
2: yeah that that's those are some good scenes and and the crowd looks genuinely freaked out by it as they should
1: yeah oh yeah And then uh like he turns a corner and there's like a street sweeper like spraying down the streets and cleaning up and so he puts his head in the face to wash the makeup off and it's like oh that's not gonna help dude and now he's dead that is not potable Um, (laughs) but but then he almost like immediately falls into a bunch of like uh, sawdust or whatever and so you can kind of see like you know, his arm his is shoulder. like His shoulder. It's
2: the, his jacket. His shoulder. The, yeah. the shoulder of his jacket gets uh, sort of dusty.
1: Yeah, but then he, you know, hops in a, a construction elevator and goes Ooh. to the top of the highest building he can find because, you know, it's a movie. It's got to be... Yeah, The climax has to happen at the top of the highest tower. Ah. Yeah, but Sam Neill's right behind him. And basically he's like, Yeah, Nick! We can still help you! It doesn't have to end like this! If you don't work for us, I have to kill you! That's just how it goes! But let's be friends. He's like, yeah, "You son of a bitch! You just said you would kill me three seconds like, ago."
2: If if I can't have you, nobody can
1: have you. Yeah. <laughs> but then he notices he can see the Nick's shoulder at the edge of the, at the edge of the building, and Nick starts talking. and He's like, "What? What? Why are you doing this to me? I've done nothing to you." Blah. Like Nick, come on, buddy. We can work this out. And then, and then you can see Chevy Chase. He's basically just holding his jacket with the sawdust like off to the side, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna fall." Ah, oh. ah. And Sam Neil's like, "No, no!" Runs out <laughs> and like the the little pill, the board, pill, it's the a a piece, board it's or a whatever he's standing on, it's like gives away. Yeah, and the jacket and Sam Neil go, yes! ah. and and Daryl Hannah's standing right there, just in the splash oh, zone. Yeah. But oh yeah. yeah. yeah like oh shit that's gonna be a mess up but yeah basically uh alice is like looking around for you know the invisible body uh, uh sam neil's boss shows up and he's like oh fuck we got a, another couple bodies on our hands all right guys clean up quick let's get this taken and they're care of huh?
2: over in their like to, to uh to daryl hannah like you saw nothing you
1: saw nothing forget you saw anything otherwise you're in a world of shit and she's right? like okay cool whatever right, bye and then she's like filling around trying to find Nick's body or something. <laughs> uh, but then she hears a voice over her shoulder Hey, lose the contact lens or something? <laughs> Nick, I stretch your face. Just walk, walk away. away.
2: But he's holding her and she's leaning on him. So she has to be walking in the weirdest <laughs> she's, fucking position. She's,
1: again, Weekend of Bernie style. Just kind of lean into the one side, you know. Just. But yeah, they walk off. And then. Roll credits in Switzerland as you get Woo! a guy all bundled up skiing down the Cause slopes you a of San Ski Because
2: you wear a ski mask year around there.
1: Yeah. And then we see Alice, and she got fat.
2: Oh, yeah. The
1: diet of uh, fondue and chocolate all day there um, in Switzerland. It's all that
2: Swiss miss, man.
1: Made her... Uh, she really put it right on the belly, too. Oh,
2: wait. Nope. She's prickers. Oh! She's got a litter in oh, there. Oh,
1: so they fucked. They fuck. Oh, they should have just said it in the credits. Just...
2: To be fair, they never stop fucking, so I'm sort of wondering, because he does sort of mention, like, oh, we should run away together, but I'm wondering about our children. I'm sort of wondering if there's, like, a subplot of, like, she got pregnant at some point that they may have cut out, and that might be why they were so desperate to run away together.
1: Maybe. Yeah, because you you brought up the question, like, Steve, which girl did you went on one date with? Would you want to have this wonderful adventure with? And I said, probably none of them.
2: All right, guy. everybody out there, think really long and hard. They went on one date before...
1: Yeah. One date before uh, he yeah. apparently died or got in trouble with the SEC mm-hmm. or whatever the hell was going yeah. on. So,
2: so something traumatic happens to you, you're now wanted by the government, which person you went on one date with would you call?
1: Yeah, like a month later ask you would call you up yeah. asking for your help because they turned invisible and were being chased by the government, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, yeah. Yeah yeah let's do that that sounds good
2: yep that person if you've had that happen
1: if you have uh, had that date with somebody where you would consider that let us know at eilf movies that's everything i learned from movies on twitter facebook or instagram because we're curious you, right? usually most of the people i've been on one date with there is a reason it was only one date <laughs> it was yeah. me my cock was too large
2: Hmm. <laughs> wait what <laughs> <laughs>
1: Babe, Steve. Would you recommend a Memoirs of an Invisible Man?
2: 1,000%. This was fun. It was all right. It, it has some spots that didn't age well, but you know what? It's a fun oh. movie. It's not out to hurt anybody. Are you talking
1: about The Blackface or The Chevy Chase?
2: Mm can't you be both no this is Chevy Chase is very
1: likable yeah yeah yeah. I mean
2: you you see Chevy Chase now and you're like why in the fuck would anybody be interested in that guy this is like okay yeah he's funny he's charismatic
1: yeah this was this was the beginning of the end for Chevy Chase (laughs) before well actually this was just before he peaked in Dirty Work
2: Dirty Work is genuinely one of
1: your favorite movies it really is Yeah. yeah All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Wait we are.: Yes, but when we come back, <gasps> we have more beer. Ooh Fun facts <gasps> And what we learn from memoirs of an invisible man. Oh
0: shit. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason.
2: Hello, this is Full
1: Starts Podcast. And we talk about those films that set themselves up for a sequel that never came.
2: Here's an episode condensed into 60 seconds. Please to be What's our, What's our
1: poisons then? You get what you're given. That's some foul stuff.
2: Does this film confirm the existence of God? Dum, 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 dum. There's oh such a look of confusion on my face Yeah, can, can we do a quick mini-review of, of 4DX? <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. I had to go sit on the stairs because it was just more enjoyable. And he time. looks he looks at the naked lady in front of him and immediately 150 pressurised egg whites shoots all over him. I <laughs> was egg white. But what, but what was the point in even, even including it? To calm his nerves. No, probably we just don't placebo. need him to calm his nerves. He did. Yes, we did. Why, why not just have, have him be calm? <laughs> just <laughs> cut the see.
1: The film is two
2: hours long just cut. So this was this was a manic time. Yes this wasn't this was a bit this is insanity. What happened to us people? I guess we'll wrap things up. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts.
0: Just type Full Starts Pod in. Mm, Four Starts Pod in <laughs> The best kind of podding.
1: <laughs> That's pretty much how the show's go. We'll just use
0: that. Hi guys, we interrupt your favourite podcast to Interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast.
2: Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... Inter- I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going
0: to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex. And you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup But our main page is on Podbean and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com New episodes are out every Thursday Justine What do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff Perfect Don't get all sensual with your voice Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it That's a little inappropriate If you want to hear a little more of that tune in to the Superiority Complex One more time Justine What do we talk about? Nerdy stuff
2: Nah, wasn't the same You tried
0: Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you
2: do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? (laughs) Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes
0: not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? This is Eric Avari, and you are listening to Everything I Learned from Movies.
1: And
2: we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added. In the history of adding! Ah, oh, she said it! Ah! They get better every week!
1: It's true! It's true. But babe. Steve. I'm a little parched. I feel like my molecules have been dried out.
2: Ooh, well then we should rehydrate them with a Uinta 801 small batch pilsner. Ooh. You Went to Brewing, dialed in by You Went to Brewing Company, Salt Lake City. Goes well with anywhere. A portion of the proceeds from 801 sales benefit local nonprofit organizations. Oh, nice. Community builder. Every sip helps. Yeah. Let's yeah. see.
1: 801, baby.
2: Well, I'm going to guess it's 4% because I don't see anything.
1: Yeah, on probably, it. yeah.
2: All right. And I'm going to pop my top. Ooh. Oh, my top. Oh, shit. What is with these fucking beers, Steve?
1: I don't know. I'm not the one opening them.
2: Did I shake it? I don't know. No, I didn't. I
1: picked them. They're too cold. They're too cold and frothy. That's probably it.
2: I might have the fridge dialed down just a touch too cold.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. And the pour? Most of it's in my lap, but you know, whatever. Oh, my lap. (sighs) Malty. (laughs) It's so much fishier than I remember. (laughs) Ooh. Alrighty, so yes, this is another beer with a little bit of a hop haze. It's a light golden color, very ale-like. Yeah. It's got a uh, white Ooh, wow. foamy head that's dissipating quickly. Come back, Mister Pickles.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, malt forward, a little bit of the green apple, but yeah, the, the the hop profile I'm really digging.
2: Yeah, it's got a little bit of a of a hoppy aroma, but nothing too crazy.
1: Yeah, it's nice little pills. I could definitely drink this all day.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's got the uh, it's got those noble hops in it. Nothing too aggressive. I dig this.
1: Yeah. Dig it. That's uh, Uinta Brewing in West Valley, Utah, I think. Woo! <laughs> All right, babe. You ready for some fun facts, man?
2: Fun facts? Super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts?
1: Yeah! Rotten Tomatoes. Woo! What do you think the critics gave memoirs an in Invisible Man?
2: Ooh, they still like Chevy Chase at this point, right? Ooh. Mm. Mm. I'm I, think say was, I think
1: i think they liked him enough to give him a talk show 82 briefly 23 percent on rotten tomatoes really yeah but oh the,
2: i forgot it's a john carpenter film critics don't nobody like john likes carpenter
1: yeah, say the critics don't seem to like john carpenter until i don't know 20 years after he's dead and then yeah. he's gonna be a goddamn visionary
2: oh like the thing now is super yeah. highly rated but when it came out people, you got the critics were like bullshit Big trouble
1: little china escape yeah. from new york
2: obviously they're wrong halloween
1: halloween they've had to reboot five fucking times because yeah. they love it so much but yeah i don't know Woo! Yeah. <laughs> but babe the audience score
2: If the audience score isn't, like, 85, it's going to be disappointing. 31%. Really? Very disappointing, yeah. This is a likable
1: movie! Yeah, but nobody saw it, and I guess those that did really didn't care for Chevy Chase or John Carpenter's style. Oh, you know what?
2: I wonder these probably aren't from the time when it came out because the internet wasn't a huge thing in 92. No, no, Rotten right Tomatoes these, didn't exist. These are
1: usually like from like the newspapers of the day or whatever. They, they right? are,
2: but if there's not enough, then they take it from modern reviews of it. And now nobody likes Chevy Chase.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. Well, we can look it up later, but... Eh, it, not well-reviewed, basically. Which is yeah. sad. A uh, $40 million budget, which makes sense. Practical effects and whatnot. Sam Neill, you know... <laughs> Daryl Hannah was a big star. Chevy yeah. Chase was. Off Fletch lives. I don't know. Yeah, fourteen million dollar gross. So pretty big flop, unfortunately.
0: Ooh. <laughs> yeah,
1: but Babe. Ivan Reitman was originally set to direct the film. Ask me who he is.
2: Who's he, Steve?
1: <laughs> He's the director of Ghostbusters, Woo! and I think your favorite movie of all time, Evolution. <laughs>
2: not my favorite movie of all time i do fucking love evolution that movie is dumb enough to work but <laughs> <Ka-ka-ka-ka> isn't working
1: <laughs> boot uh, fortunately, uh when ivan reitman and cherry chase couldn't agree on the tone reitman demanded the studio choose either him or chase and they chose chase okay interesting yeah uh william goldman originally wrote several drafts of the screenplay all of which were rejected as he wrote it as a simple comedy, and the producers preferred to use the film to explore the loneliness of invisibility. Uh, Eventually, he left the the project, though. Uh, He still received a screenplaying credit. He claims never to have seen the movie and thus cannot say for sure how much of the material is actually in the film.
2: I'm not going to lie, I sort of respect that. The people who were like, oh, yeah, I was part of it, but I've never actually seen it. Like, on one hand, you're a huge douchebag. On the other hand, I do sort of... I do sort of, I I, I respect it because I wouldn't not be able to see what they did to my movie. That'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I've been on a bunch of podcasts, but I've never listened to any of them. Yeah,
1: I don't listen to that shit. (laughs) I think that's most of my guests. No, um...
2: (laughs) It's most of your co-hosts. Wait, what? Yeah,
1: Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. And, of course, John Carpenter plays one of the SWAT team members (gasps) flying the helicopter, chasing Chevy Chase.
2: Not his first movie where he's flying a helicopter.
1: Not at all. This is also the film debut of Patricia Heaton. Who's she, Steve? Uh. We shit, don't know. was she Everybody Loves Raymond, the the wife or whatever on that? Isn't that who Patricia Heaton is? I don't know. I think so. I think she's the one that plays uh, George's wife, though. Okay. I think that's. Her. Yeah. Where, where okay, she that makes sense. Year. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Patricia Heaton, whoever she is. <laughs> All right, babe. Steve. What did we learn from. Reading the memoirs of an invisible man.
2: That'll be ready in 10 minutes. Just give me 10 minutes.
1: Oh, geez. (laughs) Just give me 10 minutes, babe. Um, I learned that blackface is always appropriate.
2: Always. (laughs) Well, if you're evading the police.
1: Yeah, well, I'm evading the police.
2: Yeah, I learned that uh, the person you go on one date with is the person you are going to be running from the law with.
1: Yeah, there we go. Um, I learned if you spill coffee on a computer, some really bad shit can happen. Not just frying out your keyboard, though,
2: <laughs> Steve. Given uh, the uh, the line of work your mother was in when uh, when you were growing up. What would happen if somebody spilled a cup of coffee on the keyboard?
1: Probably not a goddamn thing. It's true. <laughs> Probably just get some angry 70-year-old bitches there going, Hey, throw my coffee! <laughs>
2: ah, it's going to take us three weeks to get a new keyboard if, for that thing.
1: If you guys knew who was watching the nuclear weapons in this country, <laughs> it would fucking terrify you. Keep that in mind.
2: You know what? Here's the thing. I have rounded back around to like, oh, okay. So the the entire country is in the hands of idiots. I just don't really care anymore because, well, like you said, if you spilled coffee on the keyboard, probably nothing would happen. It's probably not even hooked up because somebody (laughs) probably never bothered to hook it up.
1: Yeah, so the keyboard was never even plugged in. So So
2: it it sort of made me, yeah, it it sort of makes me think like, oh my God, what if they launched all the nukes? I don't think half of them are hooked up right now. I think if they were like, launch every nuke, maybe a third of them would get off the ground.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That'd be enough though. No, but like... Because (laughs) keep in mind, there's a lot of them out there.
2: (laughs) Oh, guys... What I learned is there are a lot more nukes in this country than you even think you are. Anything you think there are, probably double or triple it. You
1: you ever been driving down this beautiful country along I-80 through through Nebraska or somewhere and you think, huh, that's a weird location for an outhouse. These uh, frontage roads are incredibly well paved.
2: They really... you know nebraska is known for really well-maintained roads you know i don't think that cow
1: out there has moved in three years Hmm.
2: (laughs) does that that cow have rust coming from its eyes
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah just just something to make you scared at night (laughs) (laughs) everything
2: i learned from the invisible man
1: (laughs) uh but babe thank you for watching this movie with me
2: oh steve thank you for watching another john carpenter movie
1: with me hey it's my pleasure and thank you for listening to us here on everything i learned from movies uh if you enjoyed yourselves tell a friend tell all your friends tell all your family post us on facebook all that weird shit um (laughs) yeah we'd love to hear from you we we love your feedback and uh we're talking about invisible invisible man movies this invisa november so we got some good ones coming and some I don't know. Movies I haven't seen, so... Right? I'm intrigued.
2: I know. Uh, Nobody watched Hollow Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, another Paul Verhoeven movie. <laughs> this one's got Elizabeth Shoe, I'm so fucking stoked.
2: Is that an erection? Yes. Of
1: course I am. Wait, what? Kevin Bacon. Okay. <laughs>
2: Every time I hear Kevin Bacon, one of my favorite movies is Tremors. That's not what I think of. What I think of is uh, the first dong I saw on screen. I saw way too young in Wild Things. Wild Things,
1: yeah. <laughs> Wild Swinging Things. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Footloose. Like, I haven't seen that version.
0: <laughs> nope.
2: Good. yeah. A friend of mine got a copy of it. Like, I don't think it was officially out yet. It was sort of one of those, like... Hey, my brother sent us this from college. And... Wait, wait,
1: I'm sorry. Are we doing a smooth transition and talking about wild things? Because I'm going to have to unzip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I watched it way too young.
1: Nev Campbell, you're still amazing. <laughs> please, please join our podcast.
2: I know what she did last summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she screams because there's crabs in her trunk.
1: No, no, she wasn't. Wait, no, she was in no? Scream.
2: Oh, she was in Scream. Yeah, you're, you're, I know Sarah, she did Sarah, Sarah
1: did Michelle Gellar?
2: I guess so, yeah. I watched both those movies for the first yeah. time the same night, so...
1: Oh no! It was Jennifer Love's huge shits.
2: One of them screams because her, cra- her her trunk is full of crabs. And my immediate thought was, yeah. uh, my first thought was, you have like a thousand dollars worth of crab there. You slam the trunk closed and you drive yeah. off and sell that shit.
1: <laughs> you get yourself a plane ticket out of there with that crab money.
2: <laughs> that guy, that guy just dropped a couple of c notes on crabs to spook you you hit the jackpot yeah And if anybody wants to try and terrify me with live giant like king crabs go for it you can fill my trunk full of live crabs by the
1: way her license plate number uh, <laughs> don't do the jeep
2: <laughs> what would you do if you went out and your jeep was full of live crabs
1: oh get a fucking boil pot going
2: we have a boil pot yeah
1: we do <laughs> Fucking great.
2: We got a couple of them. We got enough to handle a Jeep's worth of But ruin
1: her trunk, not my interior. <laughs> no. But yeah, of course, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at EILFMovies, untidyvenus.etsy.com. Yeah. You, you guys know the deal. Use
2: promo code EILFM.
1: Yeah, save 20% on your Christmas presents for friends and family.
2: And orders over 35 ship free. Yeah. And speaking of orders over 35 that ship free and getting Christmas gifts, head over to FrankieAndMurr.com.
1: Yeah, for the finest in aromatherapy and essential oils.
2: It's aromatherapy made fun. Get some Spray the Bitch Away for your mother-in-law.
1: Yeah, save 15%. And I'm sorry, what was that code again?
2: Untidy. Nice.
1: Uh, yeah, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, learned I Learned From Movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody.
2: Night, everybody. Yeah, my trunk's full of crabs.